Suck at Golf, and let me tell you why. I'm Avery Dofsik, your host of the Why You Suck at Golf podcast. Thanks for hopping on another episode today. I have something new for us. We're going to talk to some young guys, one being the founder of Other Supply. It is a golf towel company. You can find them in major retailers like Golf Galaxy, Dick's Sporting Goods. They're crazy, and they're on the rise. So, but first, before we hear from them, let's hear from Anchor. Today, I am joined with a golf company by the name of Other Supply. It's a golf tail brand that is helping golfers differentiate their bags from opponents and friends. I'm with founder Dan Erdman, director of marketing and Rosen. How are you today? Dan. We're doing good and yeah, super excited to be on the, the podcast. Awesome. Well, let's start with Dan. Tell us how you got this idea and how you got started with the company. Yeah, so... Back in 2015, I was uh, working at a public golf course in Toronto called Preston Hill Golf Club. Um, and in the backdrop, you see a lot of golf bags, obviously. And um, at the time, um, in, in the golf towel industry especially, there was just a, a huge amount of, um, I guess, branded golf towels, which were super ugly in my opinion. And you know, it just came to be that there had to be a way to differentiate your golf bag and, um, you know, design is the perfect thing to, to do it. So, uh, quick, quickly got to work after that, um, and founded the company in, in 2016. Awesome. How old were you at the time? 21 actually. So yes, yeah, it, it was a, a crazy idea, uh, a 21 year old with pretty much no business experience but um you know I made it work and it was it was definitely an interesting route to uh it was it was technically technically my my first real job um and I studied entrepreneurship at at university um before before dropping out to pursue this and and you know I just knew that this was having my own company was exactly what I wanted to do from a young age Awesome. What did your parents think about you dropping out? Yeah, that was definitely um, a point of concern for, for my parents and, and grandparents and everyone in my family. And, and at the time, everyone was like saying it's, you know, a crazy idea. And, um, you know, it, it wasn't a safe thing to do and, and to just complete it. But, you know, at my core, I knew this is what I wanted. I wanted to, you know, start my own company and, and you know, now is the time. So, uh, it was it was a crazy year, but you know we started getting momentum, and slowly those questions started to uh, fade away. And, and now everyone's super super happy about um, where things are at. So that's incredible. Where do you get the inspiration for some of your designs? Because they're very out there. You identify yourself as a fashion towel brand. Mm-hmm. Um, where did those ideas stem from? Yeah. So. I guess like part of, um, you know, an interesting part of the design stories our our best selling towels, the Flamingo Lake. And that was initially like our first sample. And, um, with, with that being said, like I, I couldn't expect with 50 designs later, that would be your best selling towel. So, uh, that is, that's, it's going strong. And, and Flamingo Lake was, um, inspired just by, I guess, um, actually Lake Nakaru. I, I've, I've heard good things about that. And that's um, a, a really beautiful spot in 
in Africa, I believe. And so, yeah, we, we take inspiration from a, a bunch of different sources and um, try to have a design that fits every uh, golfer's style preference. So we have plaid, we have, um, you know, designs that are like other CC, which is super out there and a lot of golfers mm -hmm. gravitate towards, but we also try to be creative. And um, if you're reading, I hope you shank this is, is one of them that Avery, we spoke about a little bit earlier mm -hmm. and um, kill a game and that sort of thing. So we, we, we try to um, make some that are funny and, and, you know, golf nuts is another one that um, people gravitate towards because it's, it's unique and has a play on words and, and that sort of thing. So when did you realize that you needed to bring someone else on your team um, mm. to help? And I don't know how many people you have on your team currently, but when did you say to yourself, okay, this is way too much for me to handle on my own? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could have brought on team members um, earlier than I did. And Jace is actually, who's obviously on the call right now, he was the first team member that I brought on. And from there, we built out a team of, uh, of five right now. And um yeah i i definitely said uh, i could have used help earlier on but again with uh tight cash flow and, and wanting to be as resource resourceful as, as as we could with what we had um uh it was it was it was relatively late but you know we had some some virtual team members but full-time and and um located in toronto um jace's the first one and 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 we're excited we're, we're growing really quickly and um you know within the next year to two years we imagine two times three times potentially four times um the end of uh, team members that we have currently i love that mindset jace what were you doing before this yeah so i actually just recently graduated out of school and uh i was actually just funny enough going through our school's job board just for alumni and i saw the posting for other and honestly, I didn't really think too much of it at the time. So, sorry, Dan. Uh, I didn't think too much of it at the time, <laughs> but I applied because I, you know, I like golf and I like sports altogether and didn't expect too much. Gotten actually heard back from him. I think it might've been like a week or two later, jumped on a call. I spoke with Dan. He talked about the vision of the company, talked about, you know, the opportunities that are at hand. And honestly, I, I got super excited for it. And I loved that the style, I love the style we were bringing thus far. And then he just, uh, we talked more and it just seemed like a great opportunity for me to expand my career and also just do something that I enjoy. Like I like golf, <laughs> I like sports and I knew that I've always wanted to be tied in some fashion to sports. So this opportunity came mm -hmm. and I figured this is a great time for me to just you know, jump on board and grow with the company. Yeah, that's very cool. Are you guys now friends, like, outside of business? Because it's – I thought you guys were friends. Like, when I first started talking to you, I thought, oh, like, you know, he jumped on. Maybe they're college friends. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I mean uh, we we didn't know each other before this. I just we didn't, jumped on. We, we have yeah. a couple mutual friends, funny yeah. enough. Um, so, so, yeah, we have a few mutual friends, and we have a young team as well, which is, you know, it, it brings us a good energy and, and – everyone's just excited to get to work and, and, yeah. you know, virtually at the moment, yeah. but we're all like super stoked to start Monday morning. And um, yeah, we're, we're definitely, we have, we all have awesome relationships with each other and it's, it, that that's huge. And yeah. um, 
it's the foundation pretty much to obviously the company. So the crazy part about it is that like, we've only been vir- working virtually this entire time. Like uh, wow. we brought, I think I joined on like last April and ever since then you yeah, were working April. virtually or yeah, yeah, right. And I remember Dan saying the plan was, all right, come May, we're going to work together in an office. We're going to be in a building. It's, we're obviously going to be working, you know, in the same space. And then, you know, things mm-hmm. obviously changed a little bit and yeah. we had to adapt, but we started working virtually at first. We kind of carved out the processes for everybody afterwards. And no, I think we definitely got along great. And yeah, I think we're both pretty like-minded in the sense that we both like to look big picture. And that's definitely helped uh, not only our relationship, but I think the company as well. So it's a really exciting time for us. And we have a really great group of, uh, really great group at, uh, at other right now, for sure. It's kind of crazy because I've been working remotely too, and I haven't even met some of my coworkers in person mm-hmm. yet. And it feels like I've known them forever. Like it honestly yeah. feels like I do yeah. work in an office, and it, it's such a strange thing with technology. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's crazy. Well, yeah, we're speaking pretty much. Well, we have to speak every day, but we're speaking like pretty much like every hour. Like we're always updating each other with the work that we're doing, mm-hmm. and we're we're constantly communicating. So we're really like we're building a relationship. If we're not building it in person, we're certainly building it virtually. And I think that's, that's definitely helped us over the last six, seven, eight months. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Where did the name of the company stem from? How did you come up with that? Yeah, that's a great question. And other, and and I've gotten a bunch of different (laughs) pronunciations of it and it's, it's other, I've I've gotten Uther, Uther. um, (laughs) And, and yeah, other is, is, the idea to be different and um, doing O-T-H, your traditional spelling wouldn't be different. So uh, it sw- swapped out the O for a U and aesthetically it, you know, it, it, re- it looks nice. And, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's, it goes with our core belief to continually um, create new products because in the industry, we see a lot of like copycats and, and brands that, do a lot of the same thing and pretty much every product release that um we've done and plan to do is is based off of um doing it just in an in original fashion so very cool yeah. that's awesome it's kind of like some artist did it who was it they said different but they spelled <laughs> it with a y i forget who that was it definitely yeah. happened though <laughs> i i low-key got inspiration from pharrell he had the i am other as well and um I, i'm not even sure if, 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 if that company's still still going but um big fan of what he does and um it was between other and and differ d-i-f-f-u-r and mm-hmm. I'm very happy that we chose yeah. other because yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we'd be speaking today if it was different. <laughs> I think we had that conversation <laughs> before too, Dan. Yeah, um, that was a good choice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would so, have to Avery, agree. <laughs> did, you, did, you, uh, did you pronounce it other initially or uther? No, other. I think she, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Other. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. I yeah, mean, I it just made sense Uther. in my head. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, well, I, I, I'll tell my yeah. friends, like, oh, yeah, I'm working at Other, and they're, like, they look at just, I guess, the brand. To, like, like, they look at the logo, and they're, like, oh, you're at Uther. I'm, like, ah, no, it's, that's not how it's pronounced, though. And <laughs> exactly. But, you know what? Yeah. It's unique, and that's, that's what our brand is based, built off of, so. Hey, and you keep trudging along, like, the way you're doing, and 
nobody will mistake your name. Yeah. Exactly. You will be known. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, exactly. It won't be Uther. It'll be Uther <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's no Adidas anymore. Like, uh, I remember. Yeah. There you Just go. Adidas. Yeah. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Where are you guys yeah. currently manufacturing your products? Overseas. And, um, yeah, we have a bunch of different suppliers uh, overseas. And, and that was a big thing. We brought brought on um, – was Craig our next hire? No, we had Jordan, who was our uh, third hire after yeah. after um, our third team member after Jace. And then Craig, who um, does all of our sourcing. And um, he does a really good job with that. And we, we pretty much um, – source from the top manufacturers in, in, in internationally and, and that, have, you know, have a renowned reputation. So most of them are, are based out of the U S and um, that's, you know, crucial in, in getting the top quality and, and working with a, a company that and factory that um, has a really good system in place and, and process to make sure that the towels are consistent. And um, you know, of course, from our end, we're always, um, making improvements and uh, edits to, to to that product, but um, yeah. So overseas is uh, mainly where our towels and and future products will be produced. Yeah, it's crazy that you guys are based in Canada, but we talked about before how you are in some big retailers here in the U.S., like Dick Sporting Goods and Golf Galaxy. How did some of those contracts come come about? Yeah, so that was only two years after Other being founded. In 2018, um, Dix reached out to us, which was a huge moment. And, you know, I couldn't believe my eyes at, at the time. And um, <laughs> it was it was a really cool and uh, amazing, again, email to get. And um, they, they reached out to us from a couple press uh, articles and, and features that we had. And, and then, you know, super early on, I think part of, um, our success is again the different product and the different story. So, uh, shortly after other was founded, we we had some good press, which is uh, how Dixon Golf Galaxy reached out to us, and as well Golf Town um, up in Canada, which is yeah for the U.S. listeners, it's the equivalent to pretty much Golf Galaxy up in uh, up in the U.S. Canada, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I bet you were like, what, dicks? <laughs> That's a huge, yeah, it, huge deal. Yeah, at the, at the time, and, and you know, I've, it's a funny story, and I actually posted this on my personal Instagram. Um, in 2016, I went up to, 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 to Buffalo, which a lot of Canadians do and, and Torontonians. And um, obviously, they, they have such an amazing uh, storefront. It's just a treat going to Dix and, and the whole experience of, um, of, of just you know being at the store so I went to the golf towel section and it was a time that I had the idea for other and looking at all the golf towels that were displayed I, I had this conversation with my sister and I was like there's something missing and and, and there has to be some, a, a fashionable golf towel and everything is just bland and boring and then um, three years later we were in all um, dicks nationwide and and golf galaxies and um, to go back to that very store, which we discussed how, how there was a missing gap and, and, and how it all came full circle was a really cool moment. Um, and, you know, anytime we're in the States, we love to check out the local dicks and Golf Galaxy and um, 
unfortunately we can't do that at the moment with with the border closed but uh yeah it it was a really a really cool moment to have both of those retailers mm-hmm. reach out um dixon and golf town at the same time so what would you say your what would you what advice would you give for young entrepreneurs like college level who are scared to take that leap of faith and get out of the social norm and what their parents expect of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I would probably say that um, do what feels right to you and only you know what your path is and you can obviously take a lot of different advice, which I strongly suggest because, um, you know, your parents and and um people that have more obviously like life experience have a perspective that you know us young people don't necessarily have at the moment but Mm -hmm. um go with your gut and typically and it's a cliche but go with your gut and and, um obviously be cautious because it is extremely risky and at the time um i was thinking that you know just pure hard work could um, get me through all the, the struggles and hardships. But um, I would say be be calculating, but at the same time, um, work your, your tail off. And, um, you know, everything usually um, lines up when you give it, give it your all and um, just be resourceful too. So Awesome. Great advice. Well, before we go, since I have you on the Why You Suck at Golf podcast, I have to ask, why do you think people suck at golf? (laughs) That's a great closing question. Uh, Why do you suck at golf? I think the clubs are just too small and (laughs) um, not forgiving enough. And uh, I would say from personal experience, at 13 years old, I thought it was a good idea to get a player's uh, pretty much blade iron and, and um, stiff shafts, which I had no, <laughs> no business doing. So um, get as obviously a, a super forgiving club and uh, put your <laughs> ego aside because 13 yeah. year old Dan just cared about what was in the bag um, more than anything. And mm-hmm. um, put your ego aside. I, I probably should have been using lady shafts um, or a senior shaft. <laughs> my swing speed at the time but um put your ego aside yeah. and uh play play the clubs and that give you the best advantage on the course so well if it makes you feel better uh 11th grade avery was using a super um stiff shaft so um but you were you're, you're a college golfer shaft. you deserve you, you deserve that yeah. i was just a hacker slightly maybe yeah. now not in okay. high school. I had no okay. clue what I was doing. I mean, I was still well, bombing it. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you like James? James, what man. would you say? Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think honestly, for me, like golf is like ninety nine percent mental. Like you cannot just get too carried away with yourself. You can't get too down on yourself. It's like it's like when you start off the round on a bad shot, you just think you're kind of cursed for the rest of the round. And you just cannot have that mindset at all. Like your most important shot is obviously your next shot. It's you cannot be just stuck on the present and you just need to keep on thinking about how you can keep on improving without bringing yourself down. And I, I mean, I am a hundred percent guilty of that. I, I don't do myself any favors by having the skill that I have. 
but it's just whenever I'm down, I just keep on pushing myself down, and you just can't do that at all in golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't agree totally. more. <laughs> well, thank you both for hopping on the podcast, and I can't wait to see other supply blow up. And I'm so excited to get my hands on one of your towels. But thank you guys so much. Thank again. you. It was awesome to be on. Yeah, thank you, Avery. Ah, I love their story. I think it's awesome and incredible how they were so brave. He dropped out of college to start his own business in the golf industry. Such a risky move, but it sure has paid off, and I can't see what happens for other in the future. It's awesome. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It's great having you on, as always, and be sure to tune in to the next episode. You can find me on social media at Avery underscore Dovsek. That is A-V-E-R-E-E underscore D-O-V. S-E-K. Thanks for tuning in to Why You Suck at Golf, and we'll see you on the next one.